Hello, and welcome to the Agape House of Worship weekly podcast. Through this podcast, we hope and pray that you will be equipped and empowered to live the life that God has planned for you. If you are blessed by this message and would like more information, please visit our website at www.agapehousenj.org. Thank you and God bless. All right. When we get to a place of brokenness, we get to a place where, you know, the wrestling reduces. Right. Uh, You know, we are more willing and I mean, yielded to what God is doing. And I pray that we will get to that place in Jesus name. Today, I'm going to talk about the role of the local church. The local church is one non-negotiable. Is one non-negotiable. You know, one of the one of the things or very negative things that happen to Christianity in the Western world uh, is the individualization of the Christianity. Individually, that, that you know, the version of Christian we practice now. I don't even think the early church can recognize it. I don't even think they have, they can even envision it at all. Because Westernization has so much individualized Christianity that we think we can live the Christian life on our own. And we are so convinced about that. It, it is a misrepresentation of the scripture. There is nothing like that when you look at the Bible. There's nothing like that when you look at how the early church, what they modeled for us, what they left for us. They did not believe you can be a Christian without being part of a community of faith. There is no single writing. There is no single scripture. There is no single place where you can look into the scripture and people said salvation is personal. My work with God is my work with God. I'm not accountable to anybody. I I can just walk with God and get to heaven. There's nothing like that in the Bible. It is an invention of us in the West. Uh, It is a cultural infusion that we have infused into Christianity and it's been shipped all over the world. It's been propagated all over the world that most of the world now believe Salvation is personal. My work with God is my work with God. I don't need anybody to do this to tell me I am going to make it. The early church did not believe you can make it without being part of a community of faith. And I I think that is missing. That is why we are shallow. That is why there is no depth. That is why, you know, we are not going deeper with God. So if you are going to go deeper with God, you're going to have to change your view of Christianity, your understanding of the local church. You know, most of us, when we think of a local church, yeah, we think of attending service. That is not being part of a local church. We think of what is my church? Oh, I go to this. I go to Agape. I go to Christ Church. I go to Faith Fellowship. I go there. When you ask what they do there, you know, they can't tell you. When you have what is their level of involvement, what they do there. When you have when last did anybody in that place 
talked to you, disciplined you, corrected you, prayed with you, they can't remember. Most people think just being part of a church means I show up maybe once in a while. Some people even think, you know, if I can show up three or four times a year, I am a member of a church. That is not membership. I think the early church would be like, that's not. What is membership? That's not. You know, so that is very, very important. If you're really going to go deeper with God, God's way, we have to look at the scripture and learn from that. Amen. The word church is the word ecclesia. That's the, the word that was translated to mean the word church throughout the Bible. Ecclesia simply means the call out assembly. <laughs> the call out assembly or the call out congregation. The call out people of God. That's very, very important. So we must understand if you're a believer listening to me, you know, no matter where you are and no matter when, I believe many people will listen to this in future. You must get rid of the idea of I am a free agent. We were not saved to be free agents. No. We were saved to become members of God's family. I mean, it's getting worse now that everybody can be online. I mean, people can, you know, just say, okay, being a Christian means, you know, I can listen to messages when I want. We have personalized Christianity. It's almost like each of us has our personal God. And it's almost like God just uh, is on call. Right? I mean, I, just, I can just go to him when I like. I can go online. I can listen to a few messages. If I don't like uh, Pastor Gideon's message, I can listen to somebody's message. You know, I can do this. I can be fed. I can grow. I can this. That's why you're not growing. That's why you're not growing deeper. Because it's never about that. It's never about that. It's about the community. It's about the fact that Christian life can only be lived in a community of believers. So we were not saved to be free agents, but to become members of God's family. Let's, let's read a few scriptures, because I'm sure I'm turning some heads now. I'm sure I'm, I'm really, really just getting on some people's nerves. Ephesians 2.19, Ephesians 2.19 says, consequently, consequently, you are no longer foreigners and strangers, but fellow citizens. I want you to remember fellow citizens. All right, it's not fellow citizens of God's, with God's people and members of his household. So you were saved to become members of his household. That, that's important. First Corinthians chapter 12. We're going to read verse 13. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 13 says, For we were all baptized in one spirit so as to form one body. Did you get that? Whether Jews or Gentiles, slave or free, and we were all given one spirit to drink. When you are saved, about baptism, you are baptized. You remember I did a teaching about baptism and I said, when you are baptized, you are baptized in something or with something, but you are also baptized into something. You see, baptism is a two-step process. There is 
The person means that there is the what you are baptized in or with, whether it's water, whether it's spirit, there's, and there is what you are baptized into. As believers, we are baptized into the body of Christ. And that is very, very, very important. And this has also affected what is the role of church leaders, pastors. This day and age, people say, I have a pastor here, I have a pastor. It's, the church was even never meant to be built around the pastor. If you look at the early church, it was not something built. I mean, the pastor obviously provides leadership, provides the word, provides ministration, but it's not necessarily the, the only thing that is about the church. Uh, that's, you know, one of the things that has also happened is people think, you know, we, we just, especially, I think for those of us who, are, who have an animistic uh, kind of worldview, you know, we've obviously elevated pastors to be, you know, I just need a pastor in my life. I, I don't need a church, really. You know, I've had people to say, you know, hey, I have a few pastors I just call on to, like they're on call. Whenever I have a problem, whenever I need a prayer, whenever I need this, you know, I have one in Maryland, I have one there, and they are, you know, they are my, you know, they are my prayer consultant or spiritual gurus. I mean, that is, that is foreign when you look at the Bible. I mean, that was, I mean, the early church would just, they would think we're idol worshippers in the real sense of it. They wouldn't even think we're Christians based on some of our mindsets. So we must really begin to change that. So we're saved not to be free agents. We're saved to be part of a family. Now, when you also look at the metaphors or how the Bible describes us, the Bible describes us as people who are incomplete without each other. We are incomplete without each other. First Corinthians chapter 12 calls us the body of Christ. Uh, when you start from verse 12, it says, For as the body is one and has many members. You see, many members. You see, when we think of membership, we think of membership like a Rotary Club. You know, we think of membership like, uh, you know, I just joined this organization, I joined Boy Scout, I joined this, when I, you know, no, 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 no. Membership is membership of a body, like a part. It actually is body parts. So, for as the body is one and as many body parts, but all the body parts of that one body, being many, are one body. So is Christ. For by one spirit we were baptized into one body. Did you get that now? So when you got saved, you were baptized. You were integrated into one body. Whether Jews, whether Greeks, whether slaves, whether free, you know, whether men, women. All have been made to drink into one spirit. For in fact... The body is not one body part, but many body parts. Now, I mean, that's, that's, that's clear. I'm, and I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to, let me even read it a little bit. If the foot shall say, because I am not a hand, I am not of the body. Is it therefore not of the body? If the ear shall say, because I'm not an eye, I am not of the body. Is it therefore not of the body? If the whole body were an eye, where will be the hearing? If the all were hearing, where will be the smelling? 
you know, I'm going to stop that. So God is saying here, look, you cannot. Now, each of our body parts is distinct. Uh, Yeah, because we like to say I am complete in Christ. Yes, you are complete as a body part. Right? My heart must be complete. I want my heart to be complete as a heart. Right? I want my kidney to be complete as a kidney. But I don't want to be all kidney. Or, or all heart. Or all eye. Did you get that? Is the picture clear? It's very important for us to know that. Yeah, we are complete in what he has made us. <laughs> But we are incomplete in how we function. And that is, if you separate any of this body part, it will die. Right? If you sever your hand from your body, it will die. If you remove any part of your body, it cannot survive on its own. It's distinct but must rely on each other. That is how the Christian life can be lived. There has been a lot of damage done to the understanding of Christianity by people who have no understanding. And I think it's even getting stronger now. There's a lot of attack on, you know, the church or this. People go to church. There's a lot of that all over the world. There's a, there's a spirit of you know, witchcraft. There is a gate of hell that has been loosed against the church and against the Lord and his anointed. But Jesus said, I will build my church and the gate of hell shall not prevail. Amen. So church is important to God. The church is the center of God's plan. It's the center of God's activity. Look, church isn't perfect. But church is still the center of God's plan. So don't listen to anyone that is telling you you can be a Christian without being part of a church. It is impossible. You can never really fulfill God's plan for your life. It will never happen. It will never happen. It will, it will just not happen. You won't last. I have never seen a deep growing Christian that is a free agent. It is impossible. I mean, if you try, I mean, it's, it's, it's impossible. They end up falling away. They end up living all, you know, all kinds of life. They end up being deceived by the enemy. They end up falling under spirit of distra- deception. And they end up being destroyed. That has been the history. That has been the story. It's not going to change because God's word cannot be changed. Praise the name of Jesus so I really stand with Jesus when he said in Matthew 16, 18, I will build my church and the gate of Hades will not prevail. I don't care who wants to attack the church. I don't care who thinks, oh, these, who thinks this about any, no, 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 no. Jesus is the builder of his church and he will build his church. Now, if I want to follow Jesus, I better care about what Jesus cares about. He cares about his church. He gave himself for church, for the church. Isn't that what he says in Ephesians 5? Right? Christ loved the church. 
And he gave himself for it. I mean, if I'm going to follow Christ, I must love what he loves. I am not going to allow anyone to soil my mind concerning any particular church. Any particular church. Like, churches have their downside, they have this. But if you go to any church, people who are sincere and give themselves to the like of the church, to the life, are always still the deeper ones. Praise the name of Jesus. Now, I need to tell you the church is not a building. The church is a community of believers. Being a member of the church doesn't mean you are in the roster. It means you are part of the life of the church. Did you get what I'm talking about? Being a member of the church means you are an active, integral, giving and receiving member of the church. Did you get what I'm talking about? And that is what happened to each of our body parts. Each of our body parts is actively giving to the rest of the body and actively receiving, right? Immediately one part stops actively supplying to the rest of the body. The body is sick, right? But it, it, and it, or immediately one part stops actively receiving from the rest of the body, it becomes wither and the body is sick. So you must understand it that way. And find, make sure you are in the company of believers. Make sure you are part of a community. Hallelujah. Now, how he functions can be different. You see, I, you know, you, you don't have to be, it's not a denomination. It's not even a building per se. Because there are people who belong to churches but who are not really members. All right? You can claim it. But does God see you as a member? And I think you must understand it that way. There are how, in, the, in the early church, for example, they didn't have buildings, right? They had house churches. But so, so it, it functioned differently. They met from house to house. They broke back together. You know, they prayed for one another. But they did life as a community. That is what churches. Are you doing your Christian life as a community? Or are you just a, I'm a Christian. I don't care. I mean, I'm just... I'm just, I just want to go to heaven. You may not be able to make it to heaven if that's how you feel because he's never intended to walk that, to walk that way. So it's important for us to know. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, so what does going deeper and church have to do with each other? I'm going to kind of build, you know, make it clearer a little bit so you get it. Going deeper means you are deeply rooted and connected to Christ and to his body. If you're going to go deep, if you're going to go deeper, you must be what? Deeply rooted and connected to Christ and to his body. I mean, that's, the, that's, that's, that's how it has always been understood to be. You are deeply rooted, obviously, deeply connected to Christ and connected to his body. His body is his church, and that is expressed in a local church. You must be part of a local church, a local community of believers where you are constantly receiving and you're constantly giving. Now, proliferation means people can 
get anywhere. That's, that is a concern that we must be very, very worried. I mean, we, what we have now has its own benefit. The fact that obviously for many years now you can go online, you can do, you can listen to anybody. That has not led to deep Christians. Have you noticed that? That has not led to deep Christians. There's availability of Bibles everywhere. You know, you can go on YouTube and listen to messages. There are millions and millions of this. Have you noticed that? That has still not led to a lot of deep Christians. The more those access, the shallower people become. What is missing is the community lifestyle. The lifestyle of being part of a local body, constantly receiving there and constantly giving there. Did you get that? It's, that's how it's designed to work. And that is the genius of God. And that is the wisdom of God. I mean, you may not like it. You might think, oh, yeah, no, no, no. But you can't you can understand redemption more than God. His principles cannot be broken. It is very, very important. People who do well, people who really fulfill their purpose, people who are grounded, people who are solid, are always people, are Christians rather, who are part of a local community of believers, constantly receive there and constantly give there. That is the only way to fully be grounded. That is the only way to fully become what God has called you to do. It's deeper than just getting some nice message right there. No, you're part of a body. And God puts you in that body. You know, even in, uh, when we do transplant, when they do transplant, they're always fear of rejection, right? If you take a heart or another heart, you have to really prepare that body to be able to receive it. You'll find a match. It's, it's like that in some sense. You find a local a church, and you're part of it. You're constantly giving there, and you're constantly receiving there. Praise the name of Jesus. Now, I will acknowledge here, that's changing a little bit in terms of what is local. Right? You know, and I think I will imagine that would change going forward a little more. Right? You know, and I, I will imagine even the church, our church and many churches, we continue to evaluate, you know, how that is expressed. You know, uh, so when I use the word local, I'm trying to say now it is possible to be part of a community that you are not as local as you think. Right? Maybe everybody's here because of online, because of this. So I have no problem with that. And I think we can't, I mean, we, we're not going to fight that. That's a form. Just like I said, even in the local church, there, and even in the early church, there were no buildings. So even what we are practicing now, they won't be able to recognize it, right? Because their definition of a church, when they said the church in Antioch, the church in here, the church here, when we read that now, we think of a big building where everybody gathered together. <laughs> but that is not what they said. In the, the Corinthian church was not a church with a building with a, with a sign that said the Corinthians church. 
So when Paul wrote to the Corinthian church, no, he's writing to the believers. The Corinthian church, my, my church itself, might be group of maybe 20, 30, what we will call house fellowship that meets maybe weekly or whatever in people's house. They didn't have the luxury of meeting together. They didn't have all these things. So these things have expressions in different areas, right? Now, I imagine it would change in our world where people would say, my church is in California. But what we not change is, are you an active member of that church? Are you constantly receiving from there? Are you constantly giving there? That is very, very important. Are you rooted there? Are you planted there? That is something that you must pay attention to. Praise the name of Jesus. Going deeper, number two, what it means in what going deeper and local church has to do to with each other. Number two is it requires the accountability system that the local church provides under its leadership. One of the things that is missing today is accountability. Accountability. The accountability, you, and you can't go deep with God without being accountable. Without the accountability provided by a local church, without the discipline provided by a local leader, a lo- local leaders, that is what it means to be part of a local church. Not just a place I, I connect to every once in a while and listen to their message and I go on without no accountability, without real belonging, without real, you know, relationship. I mean, that is really, you know, not how it's designed to be. So being accountable. And you can read pages of the scripture and see that that accountability, that being held accountable, you have a community of believers that can evaluate you Right? Evaluate you. <laughs> that can confront you. <laughs> that can encourage you. That can discipline you. If you're not part of a system like that, you cannot be a deep Christian. It's impossible. I'm sorry. You cannot. It doesn't matter how many messages you listen to every week. It doesn't matter. I listen to better, I listen to this, you know, uh, this church here, Elevation Church, all the, I listen to all the messages, Transformation, Potter's House, I, I listen to all of them. But you're not part of a local body where you are known, you are accountable, you can be disciplined when you are wrong, you can be confronted. When things are going on in your life, you can be you know, held with a leech so you don't go off. If you're not, if you're not there, you cannot go deep with God. It's impossible. So I want to challenge you. It's challenging, but I want you to understand that this is the word of God. There's, you can't, this version that we're trying to invent is different from what the scripture provides. And I want you to please pay attention to that. 
The accountability is very important. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11 and 12 says, So Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and teachers to equip his people for the works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up. One of the things that is also going away these days and is the discipline in a local church. Discipline has, not, has become a taboo now in the local church. Nobody wants to be disciplined. We can't have Acts chapter, I mean, 1 Corinthians 5 moment where Apostle Paul wrote, this person is leaving this, you know, hand him over to Satan, you know, for the destruction of his flesh so that he can be saved. I mean, but that's church where someone can be disciplined. You can't discipline people now. Everybody can be saying lawsuit or things like that. I mean, that's the kind of Christianity we've invented. Now, it means I offer myself to be examined, to be disciplined. When I do something wrong, not in the way of the Lord, I can be told here, I can be chastised, I can be, I can be admonished, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. And it's a heart issue. The reason why we're not okay is that is because there's no brokenness that we talked about last week. You see, when brokenness isn't there, obviously we become stiff-necked. We just say stiff-necked. We don't want it anymore. I'm free. I walked in there. If it's not working for me anymore, I just walk away. You think the early church could even think of just walking away from church like that? They, they, didn't, I mean, they couldn't see themselves as somebody spoke to me. Anyhow, I just left, and I go join another church. That was not, it wasn't designed to be that way. So please, I, you must change. It's for you to change your mindset. You must change your understanding if you want to go deeper with God. Number three, the involvement of a local church means selflessness. You learn selflessness. Through your service. All right? Because going deeper requires selflessness through serving. You see, what does serving do for us? When we serve, you know, what we call joining ministry here, right? I don't know how the early church did it. Uh, I, I doubt if they had, uh, you know, joining ministry. But they, I'm sure they have a system where everybody is able to serve. But serving is an integral part of what leads to going deeper with God. You see, each part of our, each our member, you know, is serving. They're constantly serving. Each part of our body, they are constantly doing their job. That's why we're alive. That's why we're not sick. Whenever each part stops doing what they are supposed to do, isn't that when we are sick? Right? When you say, I am sick, it's not the old body. It's one part, one that just decides to go haywire, right? <laughs> and imagine how sometimes a, 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 a pain in your small toe, right, can give you a headache, can paralyze you. And you're not even able to function a whole day. And you don't say, uh, is, you know, this is, can I just cut this off so I can feel better? It's not possible. Because we are connected. So each body part is serving the entire body. Serving the entire body. That is why you cannot be part of a church without serving. 
you are not a member. Because there's no, there's no part of our body that is just not functioning. Just there. No. The God did not design. So the wisdom of God is that everybody, and it's not about who you are. It's not about whether I got saved today, saved three years ago or 30 years ago. No, 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 no. Everyone is designed to function in the local church by serving it. Now, it's serving you and you're serving her. That's how it is. Now, what that does is it breaks selfishness. Because selfishness would not allow you to go deeper. It means, obviously, you submit yourself to somebody who you might think you are better than them, you are smarter than them, and they are the leader of that group, and you submit yourself, right? It means you leave who you think you are, where you think you are, outside of the door. It's irrelevant. Submit. Serving, there is, there is probably nothing that teaches us humility than service. It also teaches us to put our interests aside and serve the interests of others. When you walk in today and an usher welcomes you, you think that you didn't hire them. <laughs> I mean, they're not like your restaurant waitress. They, they just chose to serve you. Sometimes open the door for you, right? You come in. We, we, that is service. And that takes a heart of humility. When our, you know, some people come here to clean this place. I mean, there could be any bosses at their job, whatever they are, they clean. Or people who fix the church when things are broken. Or people who come here very early to walk the, I mean, everybody doing something. You know what that does? He removes selfishness. Self-centeredness. It breaks down that. And it puts you in a position where you can serve others. Because going deeper requires selflessness through service. My last point, it means valuing the church the way God values it. My, my goal today is for you to value the church. Value your local church or the community of believers that God has placed you. It doesn't mean every church will work out. You know, obviously, I don't want you to feel I'm stuck here. Pastor say you can. No, 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 no. I mean, you can pray about where God wants you to be. If you're listening to me many years from now, yes, you can pray about what body of Christ, what community of believer has God planted me. Because God has planted everybody in a local church. And God wants to plant everybody in a local church or in a community of believer now, all right, where all these things. Now, that community, as time goes on, can be an online community, but it must have all these elements, right? Element of your serving, you are receiving. Element of you are accountable, you can be disciplined, right? <laughs> you can be called out. All those elements must be there. If they are there, I think it's fulfilling the essence of the scripture. Did you get what I'm talking about? I think 
COVID has taught us we, we need to think differently about some of this. We, look, we, need look, we need to look at, you know, the principles, not just the expression of it. Sometimes principle can be expressed in different ways. Going deeper means valuing the church. Hebrews 10.25 says, not giving up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing. You can't give it up. All right? You can't give up meeting together. Ephesians 5.25, Christ loved the church, so I love the church. And that should be a believer must say, look, Christ loved the church, I love the church, and I will love the church. I'm not going to join anyone to put down the church, destroy my church, you know, you know, just, you know, just talk about church anyhow. No, no, no. Christ died for the church. The church is precious to Christ. I'm going to do my best to serve her. I'm going to do my best to improve her. I'm going to be- do my best to pray for her. I'm going to do my best to represent our testimony. I'm going to do my best to offer myself to make sure the church shines and the church becomes what God wants it to become. And you can do it. And I'm sure you will. In Jesus' name. I want us to bow down our heads and pray. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we honor you. We thank you for your church. Jesus, we thank you because you will build your church. And the gate of hell shall not prevail. We thank you because you put many of us here to be part of a local church, this local church, Agape House of Worship. Now we know there's a plan, there's a purpose, there's a grace, there's a favor over the house. And Lord, you have planted us here to improve it, to keep it, to dress it, to, to, to love it, to value her the way you do. And I pray that you will give each one of us the grace to do so. We come against every attack of the enemy on your church, on even our mindset about your church. We pray you will renew our mind to see the church the way you see it so that we can truly fulfill your purpose. In Jesus' name, amen. I'd like to wrap up by praying for anyone who is watching or anyone who is here. You want to give your life to Jesus. That's important. I want to make sure you accept him as your personal Lord and Savior. And I'd like to lead you to that. And I'd like you to bow down your head. I want you to just repeat after me. Jesus, I thank you because you died for me. So that I can be incorporated into your family. So I confess my sin. And I pray that you will wash me. You will cleanse me. You will forgive me. Write my name in the book of life. In Jesus' name. Amen. If you pray that prayer, or if you are new today, today is your first time, uh, or if, um, the, the day is your first time of joining us online, uh, I'd like you to make sure you fill that form. It's called our Connect form, agapehousenj.org slash connect. That's the link. The link is there on all the platform you are watching from, if you are watching from home. Even if you are here in person, please go to that website on your phone, agapehousenj.org slash connect. It brings out a form that you can fill out. If you made a decision today, you are able to indicate. 
and we can join you in prayer. May God bless you and keep you. May God make his face to shine upon you in Jesus' name. I'm going to welcome Pastor B to